Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Brandon Tierney, Salicata, back on the fan on this Football Friday. BT, you got your perfect parlay ready to go? I got half of it done. Oh, okay. I've not even looked yet. I'm dejected <laughs> after last week. I had a four-damn-teamer in the bag. Yeah. The line. You know, we got to figure something out here because we do the lines on Friday. Yeah. And on Sunday, they change if, like, I had, for example, the game that cost me. I think I had it was 11 and a half. I was getting the Seahawks with 11 and a half against the Niners. Okay. Geno Smith doesn't play. So the line goes from 11 and a half to 14. They end up losing by 12. And that was the only game that I missed. Otherwise, it would have had a 14. Now, I lost. It is what it is. But the loss on Friday and picking the game without, you know, knowing Geno was going to play or not, and then the line mm-hmm. moved, I got screwed. Well, you know what that sounds like, honestly? Sour Sounds grapes. like a you problem, not yeah. a me problem. That's a you problem. <laughs> I mean, think about this. Right? You knew that Gino was banged up on Friday. You should have just taken a different game. That's yeah. your fault. Well, my point was that the Niners were not going to cover that game. I happen to be right, but wrong in the perfect parlay pick segment, as per usual. Hoff is burying us, dude. He's we're, crushing we're, us. We're going to have to dress up. I can't believe it's week 15 already. It is crazy. Insane. And here we are, Jets and Giants still afloat. That is correct. You think the Jets... Have a better chance to make the postseason than the Giants. I feel like the Giants have the chance. Mickey is Mickey the Gravedigger. What's up, Mitch. Mickey? Yo, fellas, fellas, Merry Christmas. You too, you too Mickey. Man. Hey, man. Yo, good, good. How are you guys? You know what that uh, that Wu Tang song was about? It was cash rules, everything around me. Cream, get the money. Zach's gonna win the game, yo. <laughs> we are winning this game. I'm telling you. I ready. You know how? You know how I called Daniel Jones and I told you guys. Not to start him. He was going to get hurt. What happened? He got hurt, right? I dug that great. You guys all know, you both know I love fishing. I, I love the ocean. So do right I. Feet scarred, right? Yeah. Love dolphins, right? But I, bur- I, I dug a grave for the dolphin, and I'm sorry. Oh. I put one. It's open, and it's getting ready to be filled. Mickey, have you ever, we, we already dug the grave for the Jets and buried them. Have you ever seen, because, you know, you do, you are a grave digger. Has anybody ever, you know, popped back up after they've been buried? Uh, sometimes with a lot of water. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. That's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a landfall. Yeah. There'll yeah. be like a thousand coffins that just slid everywhere. Oh, no. That's not good. Yeah. It's mm. Crazy. <laughs> you asked me. I had to tell you. The yeah, well, put it this you way. Did ask him. The, the Jets, and thank you for the call, Mickey. Good luck to your Jets. The Jets would have to do that. They'd have to come back from the dead, BT, after being buried. I, I just don't see it happening. Uh, well, I mean, that's you buried him too. You were there. You were here well, for the funeral. Well, no, I was just along with the shenanigans. You know, that, <laughs> that's that sounds like another you problem. Oh. You may have been a little bit too early to the funeral. No, come on. I mean, listen, come on. 
You, you, I mean, you know. Do you think the Jets are making the playoffs? I think they're going to win Sunday. Right. Saying they have a better chance than the Giants is different than thinking they're going to make it. Do you really think the Jets are going to make the playoffs? I think they're going to win Sunday. I think it's just going to keep it going. I do. They've got a chance. Uh, I'm hearing almost that you do. And I'm, you know, Mickey likes fishing. Right now, I'm fishing. Reeling you in. Reeling you in. Come on, the Jets are going to make it, BT. One more Jets time. Jets are going to make it, baby. <laughs> Let's go. One more time. We're playing until January. Yeah, I love it. Right, exactly. Oh, God. Leo. Playoffs with Zach. What is this guy's name? Leo. Leopold? Leopold. Leo, I've never Leopold. seen that. Leopold. What's up? Yeah, Leopold yeah. is in Rockville Center. What's up? What's up, guys? Hey, I'm a big fan of you guys. But, uh, look, uh, Evan and uh, Tiki just talked about this the other day. If both teams win out, the Jets have a 10% chance of making the playoffs. The Giants have a 90% chance of making the playoffs. I mean, BT, you know, in closing, I would say, you know, you give a bad name to Brooklyn, dude. I mean, Maris, Maris, the the founder of Maris must be rolling over in his grave. You're, You're like a... You're like an unhinged chick, man. You you make Chrissy Snow look like Albert Einstein. I, I get, uh, listen, hey, listen, hey, I, I'm all, I, well, hold on. I'll let you go. Hold on. I mean, I'm going with one thing. You just hit me with five. We're getting a little personal now, buddy, just so we know. Get a little personal here. Have a great day, guys. Oh, no, <laughs> See you later. What was his yeah. point, though? Why was he saying that? He wanted to get his zings in. Yeah, but about what? And then he what? thought that I wouldn't respond, and he ran, and he hit like a little girl. Get no, lost. No, but why would he uh, – was he saying it because of your Jets fandom? I don't understand why he Yes, saying, I would imagine so. Oh. If, if it's something else, I'm not aware, but uh, that, right, would, like, that would really be a shot. Right, I don't you, know. You, usually how it works is you give the zinger, and then you say why you're yes. giving the zinger. Yes. Like, Sal, you're an idiot. You're clueless. You don't know what you're talking about because, because. you think Yamamoto's going to the Mets. Like, yes. In this case, it was Or like, I have another one. Yeah. Sal, you are crazy – unhinged and insane because you keep calling your owner King Cohen. Right. Whatever. Or Sal, you are <laughs> crazy and weird because you're a Rangers fan, Rocket Islanders right, gear. Right. Or Sal, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, but he Woo! went on. He had like five of them. I know. He gave Maris the bad name. He should be embarrassed. Brooklyn, Brooklyn the bad name. And didn't Chrissy even, Snow. He didn't even, yeah, he didn't even give a, a reason for it. <laughs> <laughs> we could just assume That's it funny. because you love Zach Wilson. Uh, probably. Lenny is calling from Smithtown. What's up, Lenny? Hey, BT. Hey, Sal. How are you? I called a couple of weeks ago and I asked Sal, please keep uh, <clears throat> Zach Wilson's name out of his mouth. But anyway, getting to this. BT. Yes. You're like my dad. Your heart beats like once every 17 hours. You got to get some fight in you, man. I'm a big Jet fan. I'm so disappointed. I want you to turn around, look at Sal, and just smack him in the head. Well, I'm in Orlando. So, so, yeah. He's so negative. How am so I negative? negative? He is pretty negative today, you Lenny. Are I agree. So negative. Dude, even with Zach Wilson, negative what you would sound. say from last week's game, you'd go, yeah, but he fumbled. Come on. You know, well, he did. Something. He did. did <laughs> what am I making it up? Now, is anybody perfect? Do you go home every day and not stumble or trip or do something? Mm. Wait, would you have a camera Come on me last night? <laughs> yeah. I did. No, I did. You're right. It was a mess, by the way. Anyway, BC, you got to get some heart in you, man. You, you disappointed me. You're the only thing that we got with the Jets. I mean, I mean, listen. And honestly, I, I, yeah. I, can I say one more thing? Sure, go ahead. Of I course, can't go ahead. Stand, I'm sorry about that, and then I'll go away and leave you alone. All good. The Jets, all we've been making fun of all year, third down and seven, what yep. do they do? A two-yard pass, four yards. Let's punt. Uh-huh. 
Why can't they just throw the ball long and go, screw it, we got intercepted 60 yards down the field, so what? Well, because the last time they did that on national TV, they gave up a 99-yard pick six for a Hail Mary. (laughs) That's why. I'm no, so, I hear I'm you. I'm sorry. I, I didn't see that. You're no. so, no, you're so negative, Lenny, and thank you for the call. So yeah. negative. Got Trudging to up these negative memories of Jet fans here, Lenny. Um, listen, Lenny, so the gist of Lenny's call was that um, I'm not showing enough heart with the Jets. I, you know, I say this with all humility. I, I really don't know anybody that's shown more resolve with the Jets than me. I really don't. I don't. Right, like, what more do you want? I, I don't know. I think he wanted you to say, you know, when I was asking him before, flat out, do you think the Jets are going to make the playoffs? Mm. And Is that you, what he was fishing for, I, like well, you? I'm just saying maybe that's it because you've been positive with everything else. You think they're going to beat the Dolphins. You yep. think they're alive. You think they have a better chance to make the postseason than the Giants. You I'm love Zach. Terrible. Yeah, there you go. You love yeah, that's Zach. Right. I mean, right. well, I mean, listen, gonna... the, here's the only problem because the Jets don't fully control their own fate. So... I'm behind the Jets, and I believe strongly. I truly do. I believe they're going to beat Miami, and I know they're going to beat the Commanders. I'm a little worried about the Browns game, but I think they're going to win three out of four. I just don't know what the other teams are going to do. So you're even if they. I'm so not how tra- about this? Yeah. All right. So five and eight. If it's not direct enough, so that's thirteen. Got four to go. They will finish at least eight and nine. That I promise you. Like that, and I believe that. Right, but that's not going to be good enough. I don't know what that means because I don't know what the other teams are going to do. Yeah, so if you're saying if the what Jets you you're saying if the Jets went out, they they still it's not guaranteed to get in, right? Uh-oh. No, no, I'm serious. I'm asking you a question. Didn't you say that you said if the Jets don't control their own fate, that would mean that if they don't win out or if they do yep. win out, they can't get in. Yeah, I mean Well, I'm saying do you know that or no? I don't. Yes, no, they they could win out and still not get in. Right, which is I a do problem. Know that. Do we yeah. know about that with the Giants? Like I I would bet if the Giants went out, they're getting in. Uh, I don't know for sure, only because they're not 100%. Well, obviously not 100%, but I, I would think that they were playoff probable. Then again, they're playing the Eagles, I mean, they'd and be, they factor in yeah, but they'd be diff- not, difficulty. Yeah, I mean, 9-8 uh, I mean, and eight in the NFC, I mean, it's got to get you in. If uh, the Jets are 9-8, and eight, I think the Jets will absolutely get in. If the Giants are 9-8, I, I, I think that they'll absolutely get in, I think. Well, right. I mean, absolutely, and I think is a bit of a contradiction. Yeah, well, whatever. It's, it's, it's just, I'm, listen, Sal, I'm trying to, you know that you know what I always tell my kids, control what you can control. Right. I believe that the Jets will handle their end of business. Now, the problem is, in, in terms of the remaining business, the problem is they didn't handle the business that they should have handled earlier in the year. They should have beat the Pats in week three. They should have beaten the Vegas Raiders. They should have beaten the Falcons. They didn't. So, at the end, they didn't control what they, what they were supposed to control. But from now forward, I believe that they will. I believe that they'll win at least three out of four. And depending upon what happens, we'll see what happens. Steve is calling from Albany. What's up, Steve? Hey, uh, big-time Giants fan. Just want to say that this season, you know, it's been, a tra- it's been a train wreck, but everything happens for a reason. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If we didn't go on this losing streak and... Uh, Danny Dimes and Tyrod got knocked out. We'd never see DeVito. And he's inspired all of his players on the team to play better. That's why we're on a three-game winning streak. And uh, just another point, all these crybaby Giants fans, the chicken littles of the world, the sky's falling. They just want to complain about everything. Don't even turn a game on and don't call in and start whining because – any given Sunday, any team can beat another team, and you just have to watch and keep rooting for the Giants to do it. Yeah, I don't get that. And then thank you for the call, Steve. I don't understand. I understand realistic fans, but I don't understand how you would go into a spot, even if you don't believe that the team is going to make the playoffs, why you would go into a game where they are alive with mm-hmm. the, oh, well, they suck anyway, they're not going to win. Like, it, it just it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, maybe, listen, maybe you don't believe what you've seen is is real. I mean, that, that's always part of it, too. Now, it doesn't mean you can't suspend reality and just be, you know, really really lean into and dive into the fandom and, and maybe be a little blind to some of the circumstances. Like, if you're not sure that DeVito is ready for this situation, and I'm not sure that he's fully ready. I'm, I'm rooting for the kid, but I don't know. Just like I don't fully know if Zach is ready to right. go for three bills again, but I'm certainly hoping that he can. Sometimes you got to suspend what you've already seen, but it's hard because the Jets and the Giants have been so bad last year aside for the Giants, so bad for the better part of ten years. They have not; they don't have much equity with us. But I think, so, yeah. th- I'm sorry, BT. I no, think that okay. plays even more to the point where they've given you nothing. You actually have something here for the most yeah. part, for the better part of a decade. These teams combined have given us nothing. Yeah, even though we know that odds are they aren't going to the postseason. They can in week 15. Why wouldn't you as a fan of each team mm-hmm. be like be excited about it? Okay, that's a, that's very interesting because how little they've given us, what Sal's basically saying is hey, you throw us a crumb, we're starving. We'll eat yeah. anything. Okay, gotcha. Now, but let's apply it to the thought and the mindset of everybody, both fan bases going into the year. Giants won a road playoff mm-hmm. game, so they expected, even though I think it was an unrealistic expectation, uh, but the next step forward, Okay. Most fans. So that's number one. And they didn't take a step forward. They're five and eight, and it's middle of December. The Jets got Rodgers. They're on hard knocks. Everybody's thinking Super Bowl. And here we are, middle of December. Jets are five and eight. So, yes, while you look at the now, and if you just boil it down to literally what's in front of us this Sunday, hell, lean into it, tap into it, you know, inject it into the veins. Let's go, Jets. Let's go, Giants. But that's the, the micro snapshot. The macro is more big picture. We were supposed to be in a whole hell of a lot better position than this. Evan, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. Evan just texted me, BT, with some of the playoff chances here, so this is good. What do you want to talk about, the Brooklyn Nets? No, 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 none of that. If the Jets went out, there's a 10% chance that they make the playoffs. If the Giants went out, there's a 92% chance. I think somebody said that earlier. Okay, I I, I thought it was 10, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't know that uh, factually, but just like looking at it logically, you would think based off the NFC, if the Giants won out, they're getting in with nine wins. 
most likely. And according to the percentages, that is the case. Jets yep. only. Have, so think about it. The Jets could win out, which is not going to happen, or at least I don't think it's going to happen. Could, but I don't think it's going to happen. They went out. They only have a ten percent chance. That seems absolutely crazy for some of the reasons that I that I outlined before. I I'm, let me just look at this game. So let me just push the Jets. And again, this you know, if I mean four more wins. All right. So we'll get to nine and eight. Bang. So the Raiders, about what the hell? By the way, what the? Are you I, kidding me? What? Yeah, I saw the score last <laughs> night at half. All forty-five, nothing. Yeah. Went in sixty-three, twenty. The Raiders. I mean, come on now. Okay, so the. I mean, there's a lot of teams jumbled. Clearly, how do they not fire Staley immediately after? I don't that know. One? He's gone. I think Belichick's coaching them. So the Browns have eight wins. They're the fifth seed. Jets play them. I don't know the Browns. I don't know the rest of their schedule. Uh, Steelers are seven and six. Colts are seven and six. So's Houston. So's Denver. But the Jets beat them. Now, if the Jets win four, and though and the Texans and the Broncos win two or fewer, the Jets are absolutely past them. I mean, you, you know mm-hmm. what the problem is? There's just so many teams. Yeah, and and like tiebreakers. Like we have no idea. There's four weeks left. It could play yeah. out. It doesn't even matter looking at the schedule. You got it. First of all, we got to get through this week. Start to narrow it down a little bit. And I do think things become more realistic for the Jets to run the table if they do beat Miami here. But well, even if they do, they, they don't have the tiebreaker with the Raiders. They don't have it with the Bills definitively. we find that out. Uh, do have it with the Broncos, as you mentioned before. Uh, yeah, geez. Hey, they have to beat the Browns, obviously, so they'll potentially have that. Got to beat the Browns. Yep. Yeah. Now, now, now Texans, think about this. They, they, have, they have it with the Texans, which is they good. They do. They do. Here's what Jet fans are hoping for this week, okay? You're hoping for the Vikings to beat the Bengals Saturday night. Your hope, uh, Steelers, Colts, I'd have to actually look at both of their schedules because they both have the same record. Neither team's going to win the division. So that's wild card stuff. I'm not sure who you prefer there. Uh, you would want the Lions to beat the Broncos. Those are the three games Saturday, Sunday. I mean, I don't think the, uh, the Bears are playing better. I don't. Th- I mean, could they go into Cleveland and win? Maybe. You're hoping for it. Let's see. Here's the bottom line. There's uh, a lot. Yeah. Yep. Win this week. No, if you're I know. the Jets and Giants, like the fact that we could even talk about this is fun. Win this week, and now it becomes real because now you have three games to go. If you're the Giants, the toughest challenge is going to be their Christmas Day against the Eagles right out of the gate. So, boom, you get past this week, then you got the Eagles. And if you're the Jets, the hope is that Rodgers comes back. That changes the entire thing. The Jets' season, BT, think about how it changes. Just with this win. It would have been on track had they won any of the games that they blew against the Falcons, whatever. Just one of those lousy losses. Right, just one would have kept hope alive. Now they have to make up for it and win in Miami. If they do, then it becomes about, holy crap, Rodgers is coming back, schedule getting soft. Now it gets real, depending on, obviously, how things shake out in the rest of the AFC. And real fast, speaking on Rodgers, Samini had a tweet about 10 minutes ago. Quote, Aaron Rodgers pushed it yesterday in practice, Salah said. He worked from under center. That's interesting because you got to get back for the handoffs. That that that's it's not just shotgun. It's not just gingerly shuffling back. It's under center. That's a big uh, that's a big right. mark for him. Ran bootlegs and jogged between drills. Salva said, "Quote: He looks normal to me." End quote. Still hasn't participated eleven on eleven. That would be the next and probably the final step. I, so, I think now, oh and you goodness. know me, I've been saying he's not coming back at all. I, I think now he will be back on Christmas. Yeah, I've always if, thought he's coming back. If they, No, I know you have. I have not. I said I'll believe it when I see it. But now I'm actually seeing some of the stuff in practice where he looks like yeah. Salah. He looks normal. 
I don't know how it happened. It's the miracle of all miracles. Either he was lying or science just got incredibly better. I mean, they should figure more stuff out because this is unbelievable. Aaron Mm -hmm. Rodgers shouldn't be playing quarterback. He should be solving the world's problems here as far as, you know, science and health goes. I just just don't understand how everybody in the world says it can't happen and then Aaron Rodgers does it. I don't know. I'll tell you why. Because the putting limitations on the human spirit is foolhardy. That's number one. Number two. Uh, I need the uh, the tweet about Jason Dominguez's elbow being ready for opening day. That's yeah, next. really? Yeah, you're and not Mauricio kidding. as well. Yeah, you're not kidding. That's exactly right. Get him ready. Let's go by the All Star break. All right, BT yeah, and quit Sal. Slacking. On. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> BT and Sal on the fan. Brandon Tierney, Sal Agata. We talk about stuff off the air. Boyle and Hoff. BT, you'll like this. Boyle and Hoff. Okay. Right? Yeah. I'm going to give the news about Tyler Glass now, which we have not discussed, and I guess it's breaking news from Jeff Passon. But before I do that, they're like, oh, yeah, bring up Yamamoto, too. And I'm like, okay. Who? Yeah. Yeah. Yamamoto! No, will you stop it? And then like, oh, and the Soto contract. I'm like, how, how many things do you guys want me to get to here? We got five <laughs> minutes. Like, geez, can I give the Glass now news first? My God. So anyway, Glass now and the Dodgers. This is Jeff Passon's report. Tyler Glass now and the Dodgers are finalizing a five-year, $135 million contract. Um, once the deal is complete, the trade of Glass now and Manuel Margot from the Rays to the Dodgers for a couple of prospects, I guess, or, or I don't even know how to say these guys. One, Johnny DeLuca and Ryan uh, Pepiot, whatever. Uh, Pepio, okay. Uh, let's see. Tyler Glass is passing again. Tyler Glass and his deal are going to start this season. So there are four years and, and $110 million in new money. Total deal could get to 145 if they exercise a $30 million club option in year five, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, point is Dodgers get glass now, and they do it, BT, more than a rental. They extend him to a contract. Yeah, this is starting to piss me off a little yeah. bit here. <laughs> I don't like that the Yanks and the Mets were asleep at the wheel, the Dodgers. And I know that at least some people surmise that it was Otani's recommendation to defer the money. But why couldn't we think of this? Yeah. I mean, Seriously. Th- now, my thing was that Glassnow was going to be on the market next year. That is not the case anymore. So one of the premier potential yeah. free agents next year, you know, thinking along the lines of the Mets, let's say they don't get Yamamoto, they, they, there's good pitching free agents next year. He was one of them. Now he's off the board. From a Dodgers perspective, though, you know, obviously it pertains to New York, built, like building super teams, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. Well, it does, I think, if you keep the core – of your team, and you've got a championship DNA already, which they do. I think if you just try to, you know, you have one of these reckless off seasons, and we've seen usually in other sports where teams try to do this, and it really, and the Mets have tried this actually back in the day, Eddie Murray, guys like that, and it doesn't necessarily work even after that Mulvaughn, et cetera, Robbie Alomar. I don't think that's really the prudent thing to do, but you've, if you've already got an incredible talent base, you know, adding to the super team or taking it a, a level or two higher to me is is brilliant. I wish our teams were doing well, now, that. No. So now, wait, why would you say that? It's exciting, yes, yeah. like the Padres, right? In, in the most recent example, they've uh-huh. got every star known to man. And guess what? It didn't yep. work. Yeah, but getting, they didn't have a championship. They weren't the Dodgers before they made those moves is what I'm saying. Uh, like the Dodgers had enough balance of their own kids that they developed. And, yeah, but you know, they're some, getting away from that now, no? I mean, when you... Well, when, yeah, but, but yeah, yes, but then so did the Yankees. Like, they're, if you think about their core in 96 all home, mostly homegrown kids O'Neill was in the Roberto Kelly trade Coney uh brought a couple of years before that I, I I'm okay with adding to a great base with outside players if the if the inner base is 
organic. I, I think that's the best way to say it. I'm fine with what I think the Dodgers are going to be incredible. What, you think this is going to ruin them? I do. I actually what? do. And by the way, you talk about a championship pedigree. Like, I get their sustained success. They won one, one World Series in the past in, in the pandemic year. And that's one more than us. No, I, I understand that. But, I mean, come on. Let's not make it like – by the way, how would we be handling their flameouts – 108 wins or what? 106 wins, 111 wins, 101 season, and they're done out in the NLCS, out in the NLDS the last two years. Like, that's not ultimately like they got to get back to the World Series and start winning them to be looked at as championship pedigree for my money when the only one that they won was in the pandemic season. Well, I get that. Understood. And it's listen, it's not like the NBA where if you have Durant and and a young Clay Thompson healthy and Kevin Durant, you're going to win 70 plus games and win the championship. Like, I I get it. Uh, Baseball is just very. very peculiar and certain. You just you you just don't know. It's very random. Think the, the, about the, the, it. Think yep. think about it, BT. You're on the obviously you played you played the sport at a high level, right? You know the ego that's involved here with athletes. And now mm-hmm. you're talking like if you're a Dodger and you're entrenched, like I'm sure a lot of them are excited to be teammates with Otani. But you're also thinking, God damn, seven hundred million. And now Glass <laughs> now comes in, and let's see if they get Yamamoto. Like there's going to be. When when you're there and your core is developed and you've established something and then outsiders come in, no matter what, that changes things. It, the, the Padres are the most recent prime example of this, that it doesn't work when you're bringing in all this ego. Look at the 96 Yankees. Look at the dynasties. There was, yeah. and I'm not saying there was no ego, but that was a team. It was a team of gamers. Of course, they had some stars, but it was a, a team of good ballplayers. What the Dodgers are doing... Just like the Padres tried to do, bringing in all these superstars, it doesn't work. It's exciting. I'm jealous of it, of course, but it doesn't mean that they're going to win. But I also think that when you have a pre-existing, that's why I like that championship. And I know they only have the one win, and it was COVID. I get that. It's a little asterisk. But when you have that pre-existing expectation uh, and you've won, not championships necessarily, but a lot of games together, whomever comes in that door, even if it's the biggest name in the sport, will have to acquiesce. And if they don't, you'll have an issue. And when I say acquiesce, you're going to have to blend in a little bit. You know, like whenever the Yankees got a big name, like Roger Clemens had to, you know, ingratiate himself a little bit to Jeter. And, you know, the story when when Jeter first got in the cage against Clemens, who Jeter always used to uh, get drilled by Clemens, I think, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, Jeter got in the cage with catcher's equipment yeah, to hit. Right. He was messing And that, that kind of, you know, it broke the ice, and then they left, and then they were teammates, and then they became really close. So I, I'm less worried about that. I'm more pissed off at and a little confused as to what's hap- what's going to happen with Yamamoto. I, I, I Listen, I just don't think the Mets, the more I think about this, I think the Mets are further and further away from getting him. I think the Yankees have a real chance, but why, how not be worried about the Dodgers? Why do you think that the Mets are further away? Because I just don't know, outside of money, and I know that's a big thing, but I don't know what the appeal is for Yamamoto. I know, you're going to say that he would have a chance to be the biggest star in the no. universe, and, and you're right, and you're right, but for me, for a 78-79 win team, I don't know how that's how that's appealing. So, And you think, ultimately, he just wants to play for a premier franchise that he's known his whole life, the Dodgers or the Yankees? I think he does. Yeah. I okay, do. I understand. I, I really do. No, the Mets fans have to hope he takes the most money. Forget about even being the biggest star, yep. which I can't imagine if that is a thing, him being the biggest star, there's no freaking way he's going to the Dodgers. To the Dodgers, yeah. Well, because of Otani specifically. Yep. Well, if that happens, and you might be right, but if that happens, then he can kind of I know he's not the international figure at all uh, that Otani is, but if Sal's right with what he just said about not wanting to share the spotlight, why would he go to the Bronx and be the second in the rotation behind the Cy Young winner, the reigning, who's not 39, he's 33, and Garrett Cole. I don't know. I don't is, know what he's thinking. The one thing, I mean, either. But the one thing is, is it star or is it 
star from Japan. Because that's yeah. where the yeah. appeal comes from the Yankees, where they they currently don't have a, a star from Japan. So, like, I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea what Yamamoto wants, what he's thinking. But if he does want to be the star, meaning the, the you know, focal point player from Japan, mm-hmm. you know, the Mets have Kodai Senga. Not that Senga's a star, but. I got you. You know what I mean? And the, the yep. Yankees have that. I, I think the Dodgers are out. I, I, and I can't even imagine. You really do, I do. Huh? I do. Well, then no he's going to be a Yankee if that's the, He's going to be a Yankee. No, I, th- I think it comes down to the Mets and Yankees. I'm I'm holding out hope and belief that he's going to take the most money, which would be the Mets. I mean, I I, I can't imagine See, if the Mets yeah. go to 350, it would be foolish for the Yankees to do that. It wouldn't be because you know, again, you, you slice off 100 mil right away as soon as you start slapping you know Japanese advertising all around yeah. the stadium, which they've done before, and obviously the Mets can do that too. So maybe the Mets go up to 400. I mean, there's right. always way to legitimately. Right, but the Mets need him. The Yankees don't. And I'll tell you this: th- this is I firmly believe this. And this is not like a ha Mets versus Yankee thing. Mm-hmm. If the Yankees sign Yamamoto, King Cohen is going. First of all, I have to remove the King moniker. We went over that, but yes, he's he's going to get Juan Soto next year. There's just <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I, I know you've been saying that. I worry about I, because, that next year. I'm going to enjoy this year because he's going to be pissed off. Yeah. And when you piss off a billionaire, he. That's not something I want to mess with. If if he loses out on Yamamoto specifically to the Yankees, there's only one move he could even make that would remotely make it feel any better, and that's Juan Soto. And if the Yankees don't lock Soto up before he hits free agency, which they're not going to, yep. I, I have 1,000% confidence Juan Soto will be a Met if the Yankees get Yamamoto. And when he gets to the Bronx and he's showered with Dominican love, which will be every night, and Aaron Judge, I think Judge about second, which bothers me. But Judge in front of him, uh, and you know a Yankee team that's in the process of being seriously made over. Uh, I don't think he's leaving. But the thing is, though, if Yamamoto, to, so you just I went back to Yamamoto. Yeah. I don't think Soto's leaving the Yankees. But and we've got a year to dissect right, that anyway. Right, right, but right. I, I know where you stand. I got you. If Yamamoto spurs or spurns, pardon me, the Dodgers, there is zero doubt in my mind he's a Yankee. He is not going to the Mets over the Yankees. That's so not you, yeah, So you think it's Yankees-Dodgers. I no, think it's well, Mets. Well, yes, but I'm less convicted that the Dodgers are as out as you are. I'm, wor- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Worried about the Dodgers. Well, but if you had to pick Very. your final two for Yamamoto, who Yankees, you Dodgers, right. no question. And mine no question. Mets, Yankees. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fans. Get back to your calls here. Jets, Giants, playoff possibilities. It is possible that the Jets and Giants can make a playoff run. More likely to me, I know the percentage, but I don't even care about that, BT. More likely to me for the Giants, just because they've been playing better football. I think they're a better team. I mean, it's, it's, it's that simple. Yeah, you can look at the landscape of the NFC versus the AFC, and you can look at the records. You can look at the schedule. To me, the Giants resemble more of a playoff team, especially the last several weeks, than anything that I've seen from the Jets at any point this year. Let me ask you this. Yep. if And it's been few and far between, which is why we're sitting here with these long playoff odds for both teams. But if the Jets play their absolute A game and the Giants play their absolute A game, who's the better team? For me, it's the Jets, no question. Well, I mean, but what does that entail? I, like, I don't upside, think... upside, upside, and the ability to string together the amount of wins necessary over the next month. If they, if either team can get there, uh, th- that's why I ask you that because well, to but me, I, I still, I, I yeah. guess my the reason why I have a hard time answering is that I don't know. Like, what's the Jets' A game? I don't think Zach Wilson's very good. So you're saying if they play, if Zach Wilson and the offense does what they did last week, every week moving forward. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, versus even some other elements of other games, the Chiefs. You know, but yes, for specifically the other day versus the Giants at their peak. I see what yes. you're saying. I mean, I yeah, but but the problem is it hasn't happened. Now you want to throw Aaron Rodgers in there? That's a different story. I think if you put Aaron Rodgers a quarterback, which by the way could happen, then here's my issue: the Giants are the by far, by far, far, far better coach team. So I believe in Dable. And I believe in Wink, obviously, and I believe in Kafka and just the scheme, the foundation that they built, the pieces that they can move in and out, the way to coach the game and, and be competitive. I believe in him. However, if you throw Rodgers in there, the Jets are superior in talent. And that's both sides of the ball. I understand that defense and offense, but I just haven't seen it come together, and I don't believe in Robert Sala. So it's a tough question to ask. I think yeah. right now the Giants are better. I think even with Wilson, the Jets have fewer holes. And maybe it's about less about apex and you know optimal performance and more about avoiding some of the dead spots on the roster. I, I think I just think the Jets. I, I know the Jets have a better roster. That doesn't. Yeah. What does it mean? We'll see. Uh, I'll ride with the team. But again, I really want to see the Giants keep this going. It's fun. I think the Jets have a better chance. I do. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to the calls. Tim is in Albany. What's up, Tim? Hey, BT. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with you. Go for it. I called in a few weeks ago. It was before the Buffalo game, and I told you that the Jets could go one and three in their next games and still be in this playoff race. Mm -hmm. And what happened then is you called me delusional. Mm -hmm. You started Mm -hmm. laughing, Mm -hmm. and it was the whole thing. And then I fast forward to today. I hear you talking tiebreakers. I hear you talking it's still possible. So all I'm asking is a small apology for Tim and Albany. I'm trying to remember if that actually happened, and maybe you're not confusing me with I Sal. I actually have it recorded sure. if you ever want. Oh, you can text me on the side. I'll send it to you. Wait a second now. Tibby, you want to text can... me on the side, I'll send it to you. No, no, I, I, I thought you were going to play it now. I would totally be down with playing it on the air, right? I would, that would actually be hysterical. Tibby, I'll say this, Tim. If I undermined your, your very uh, positive, proactive approach to the rest of the Jets season at that point, maybe I was weak. Weakened by the circumstances, my faith uh, mm-hmm. a little bit rocked and scarred by the 
By the turn of events, then I, I will offer an apology a little bit here, Timmy. A little bit. There little you bit. go. Okay. I'm sorry, it's Tim. Just, I'm just having fun with you. You know it's all love. But, uh, yep. you know, you used the word delusional, and I had to bring it back to you now that they went one and three, and they're still technically in it. I know it's a long shot. I get it. But I uh, got you. Well, listen, Timmy, you're looking for a little bit of love, and aren't we and all? Thank you, Timmy. <laughs> We all. Ain't that the truth? Look, here's the thing. I mean, all sports fans are delusional. We have to be. But this is the time to be delusional and hopeful. The Jets aren't making the playoffs. I mean, we all. Well, you'll know it realistically. You want to believe, though, that they could make the playoffs. And for me, even more so than that, BT, I just want them to win this week. That's all that I ask. Anything that happens beyond this week, whatever. But if they can win this weekend against Miami extend the season at least one more week, knowing what's looming with the schedule, but more so with Rodgers coming back, Yep, that's I think that's all we could ask for as sports fans at this particular time to have that be in play for, I mean, dude, I mean, it's, you're talking about one of the great stories ever if Rodgers could come back this year. Beggars can't be choosers. We're in this position. We very well, both Jets and Giants could be out of it, uh, and, and they're not. You know, I, I just, I need to follow up very quickly on something, and you know, I offered the apology, and I have no problem doing that. Timmy up in Albany just gave us a buzz. And, you know, he used the word delusional about two, three, maybe a fourth time. That's your word. Yeah. Well, Are, are, we, are we sure he didn't confuse us? We're, we're maybe not. Maybe you should apologize. No, no but he, he says he's got the recording. I, I'm not apologizing. The Jets aren't going to the playoffs. I was actually going to double down and say, hey, Tim, guess what? BT was right. You are delusional. They're not going to the postseason. BT's delusional too. I mean, come on. They lost five in a row, and they win one game, and it's like, oh, my God, they're back. This is what it's all about. No, it's not. They're not that good. Yeah, here's the thing, though. It's I don't think it's just based on the one win. It's based on, I think, largely the optics of the win, which right. might, again, prove foolhardy, as I said earlier in the show. But the fact that Zach was the AFC Offensive Player of the Week, did what we've been clamoring for forever, or maybe more specifically, the Jets staff finally did what we've been begging them to do. He was efficient, he looked like a star, and he got it done. Now, again, if they would have won 13-10 and it was ugly and he was, again, I don't know, 12 for 25 with a, a fumble and no touchdowns, but they won because of the defense or special teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you take the win, and you're still not eliminated, but it, it's really hard to to extract any real hope for the rest of the season because Zach didn't do anything again. But he played so well. That's what's got me pumped. Yeah, admittedly. But, but you will also admit this. No buts, Sal. No well, buts. Well, no, I'm no just going to say, you, you, you admit this. He also played well Sunday night, week four, against Kansas City. Did he not? Yes, and he got then they they got hosed by the refs. No, no, I'm not saying about the loss. I'm just saying, and that was to me like I'm looking over the schedule now. Their best win was Week One against the Bills. All encompassing everything that happened, that was their best win. If I'm looking to make an argument in favor of the Jets and why I would believe, week- I think the Eagles' win was their best win. When you knock off a team that's undefeated, the entire world knows it. I thought yeah. that was, I know that Zach wasn't. I know the offense wasn't great. To me, that was their best win. But I, keep going. Yeah, I didn't well, mean fair, to jump on no, you. No, no, no. You're fine. And you're fine. I get that. Um, but Buffalo to me was the best one. Then I like the Chiefs game as a second argument or a second game to make the argument in favor of the Jets because even in that loss, the way the defense played, the way they responded, came back, the way Zach looked, that to me was more encouraging than even the wins against the Broncos and certainly the Giants and even the Eagles game. While it was a great win, while the defense played great, even that game was like, God, 
Like, this team is just not taking any steps forward at all. They were supposed to build off a Sunday night. Yeah, they won Sunday night against the Chiefs. Yeah, they won in Denver, but they didn't build off of what Zach did. Same thing with the Eagles. Giants, a horrific performance, even in the win. Obviously, then I don't need to reference all the other games that they lost and got squashed in and were not very good at all. But then the Texans game. So it's been, to me, I look at maybe three, four games of the 13 that they've played and said, you know what? These could be encouraging performances. That's, it's just not nearly enough to believe in. Can I give you something else that's yeah. given me a little bit of hope too? This is for both the Jets and the Giants. I mean, I can't prove this, but you just go through it and you kind of have this this innate sense. Th- this might be the most impossible to explain season ever. Uh, again, that's probably a little hyperbolic, but certainly in recent memory, like the Lions look like one of the best teams in football yep. since Thanksgiving. They have not looked good. They scored 13 points in Chicago. They lost by 15. Like, what the hell happened to them? The Raiders scored 60-plus points last night. Last week, they lost 3 nothing at home to the Vikings. You know, the Niners have been a little bit up and down. The Philadelphia Eagles have been a little up and down. The Bills have been a little up and down. The Chiefs' offense nearly isn't what we thought it would be. This is just a weird season. Yeah, I understand that. Look, if Rodgers comes back, I I, I will believe in the Jets. And you're right, weird season. Look at the Giants. They've had basically two seasons. Andrew is calling from Bay Ridge. What's up, Andrew? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, yep. So I heard that thing the other day that Evan mentioned about, like, the statistics. I think it was, like, a website uh, powered by, like, the New York Times where you just plug in the teams and they give you the, the outcomes and whatnot. And, I mean, again, like, this is for the Giants and the Jets. I'm a Giants fan, but this is our playoff start now. Like, mm-hmm. this is the playoffs for us because it's, like, do or die now, right? And I just have a question for you guys. You know, getting back to, like, with the Jets' defense, and I'm a Giants fan, like I said, and I respect that defense. I think that I do think they're the, probably the best in the NFL. But I have a question. I'm not comparing them to the, to the 85 Bears, but I don't know much about the 85 Bears. So, like, what was their offense like? like not good. Did they disappoint <laughs> them? Did they let them down? Did it wasn't good. on the field too long? It was Walter like, like, Payton. No, it, was, it wasn't good. It was Walter Payton. It was a quarterback who had a lot of moxie and a little bit of wiggle, made some plays, but they didn't score a ton of points. Um, and that it was all defense. All defense. Yeah, all defense and, and dancing as well with the Super Bowl <laughs> shuffle. Yeah, the Super Bowl shuffle. This is like, it's like the Mets for us, too, with like DeGrom, where he had to basically pitch a no-hitter for us to win. And I feel like that's what the Jets are going through, you know? Like, like the stats are not great for their, their defense, actually. If I, I always hear them, they're, like, kind of lower ranked. And I'm like, they're the best. So I'm wondering, you know, how much that has to do with how bad the offense is. Mm. And thank you well, for the call, Andrew. I'm looking at this. I know we got a break. I would, I would say that receiving, I'm looking at the stats now. Uh, the lead, I thought it was going to be Willie Gold. I just wanted to back that up, the old track star. The leading receiver for the 85 Bears was Willie Galt for 700 yards. Jesus. I mean, I mean Man, it's a different, was. Yeah, but it's a different sport back then, too. I mean, 100%, no doubt. You know, Phil Simms was that era. Randall Cunningham, the stats weren't quite as crazy as they are now. Uh, Jim McMahon, he got banged up. He played 11 games. He had 15 touchdowns and 11 picks. You know, and, some, compl- and Sal, he completed 56% of his passes. Extra, wow. That's crazy. I mean, Oof. at some point we do need to, and I've been trying to do this over the years because the, the reference has always been 85 Bears, 85 Bears, 85 mm. Bears. 2000 Ravens is at least a more recent reference, and even that is 
24 years ago, which is hard to imagine. It seems like it was yesterday. Yep. But but that team, to me, was the best defensive team that I've seen. Yeah, 85 Bears, uh, I was young. I know about the history, of course, but I don't really remember watching it day in, day out. I don't see the Jets' defense being on either of those two levels, that type of defense. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.